Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather-related, science-related, earth science, and even open topics from time to time. I'm your host, Andre Berlinger. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode number 14 for Wednesday, October 17, 2018. Well, today certainly was uh, the kind of day that not only felt autumnal, but the addition of one other element in the atmosphere kind of solidified the fact that uh, we are moving very quickly to those colder months. And uh, many times we can see this event happen even as early as late August. That didn't happen this year. It can happen in September a little more often. Most often, however, it occurs in the month of October. And that event, water spouts. Water spouts were spotted several times out on Lake Erie earlier today with a band of lake effect. The strongest band of lake effect, oddly enough, was not in the afternoon when the colder air really started coming in, but rather it was in the morning uh, as the colder air was just beginning to get established. <clears throat> And the Doppler weather radar showing that band between basically 9 and 11 o'clock. And as it moved in, uh, not only could we see it from our house in West Central Geauga County, uh, but uh, literally you could uh, see it from various angles, north, south, east, west. And it uh, glided to the south. And when it did, it was no surprise that it was also inhabited by ice pellets or what we call grapple. Uh, Now, some people call it sleet, and it's uh, actually a different dynamic that causes sleet, but the result is the same. There are these little ice cubes that come down from the sky, making a racket on things like skylights, and uh, maybe you have a a, a tin uh, top to your trash container or any other various element that might make noise if a little chunk of ice from the air hits it at about uh, 10 to 15 miles an hour. That's what we had during the day today. Technically, it's called grapple, and it is essentially the, uh, the result of the cumulus cloud becoming a little congested, and that's why we call them congested cumulus clouds. They grow, they grow tall enough to start producing rain showers, But there's a lot of cold air reaching down towards the surface. So it doesn't take very long for these clouds to start uh, pushing up into the part of the atmosphere that's below freezing. And that's where the uh, little water droplets freeze and start to fall. But in addition to that, we had several water spouts reported at the same time. You may be wondering, well, what causes water spouts? Well, the easy explanation is the fact that we have cold air pouring in from Canada and we have a very warm lake, or at least a relatively warm lake. Right now, the lake water temperature is in the mid-60s. Now, that's not the peak of where it was in July and in August in the 70s, but it's still much warmer than the atmosphere. Now, remember that heat rises. Whenever you turn on a flame on a a gas stove, you see the heat bubbling up. And where does it go? It goes up. Heat likes to rise. 
and cold air likes to sink or cold water likes to sink. And so when you have a, a warm lake and you have cold air passing over it, uh, that's a mix that just is not very happy, so to speak. So the warmer air, which is the modified air, uh, which the lake modifies because the lake water temperature is 66 degrees. So the air right next to the lake tries to warm up, but it doesn't like it there. So it just shoots up. And the cold air, which is just above it, literally shoots down. And so this mixing going on in the atmosphere uh, also begins to spin and rotate, and sometimes pretty violently. Now, this is not a tornado per se. It is the distant cousin of the tornado. Same dynamics, the same thing going on, but um, on a scale which is much smaller. Now, having said that, it's probably not a great idea to move anywhere near a water spout if you're a boater, uh, because water spouts can capsize small boats. The winds near water spouts can reach 40, 50, even 60 with some of the larger water spouts, but rarely much beyond that. And here's one other thing. As soon as that water spout crosses over into land, that big column of water that gets sucked up literally collapses and the water spout dissipates just as fast as it appeared over the water. So uh, very frequently they will make uh, some kind of landfall, but the minute they do, they've essentially lost the dynamics that created them in the first place, and they fall apart. So there you have the dynamics behind the water spout and the fact that you have uh, warm water, cold air, and that is what you start seeing in September, October, even into November. Don't be a bit surprised to see this periodically until the lake really starts to chill down. Okay, I have a few other tidbits which may be of interest to you. We're going to dive into uh, astronomy right now. And for those of you that see the atmosphere clear out tonight, and that would be away from the lakeshore because I think the lake communities, pretty much Cuyahoga Lake, Geauga, Ashtabula County, maybe even Trumbull County, staying somewhat overcast due to the lake effect clouds. But far enough away from the lake, where the atmosphere clears out, you're going to see the waxing, slightly gibbous moon. It's just beyond the first quarter, at which point uh, the moon looks like it's sliced right in half. It's a little more than that tonight, and it will continue to grow to the new phase, which will be in about a week. But if you look at the moon tonight, if you can see it, right next to the moon, just to the left and a little bit lower than the moon, you're going to find what appears to be kind of a rusty-colored star. That's not a star. That is the planet Mars. And uh, just in case you can't see it tonight and the atmosphere tries to clear out tomorrow night, that moon will then be on the right side of Mars. So you really have two nights to see this conjunction, and that's what this is. Whenever two planetary bodies line up or astronomical bodies line up, they're called conjunctions. And so we have a conjunction between Mars, the planet, and the moon. And uh, it'll be to the uh, right of Mars uh, tonight, and the moon will be to the left of Mars tomorrow night. Just locate the moon and look for the rusty-colored twinkling star-like object, and that is the planet 
Mars. It was very, very close to us, by the way, this past uh, summer, and it was very, very bright. It still is pretty bright right now, really easy to see, really easy to pick out. And uh, so take your family out and run out there and impress your uh, family members and friends, and you can point out the moon, and you can point out Mars right next to it because of that little rusty-colored uh, uh, tint to it. Uh, one other point of interest, I'm going to point you to my Instagram page because um, I retweeted a really spectacular Aurora Borealis photo that was snapped in Long Yerbien, which is one of the islands between the north coast of Arctic Norway and the North Pole. Uh, and it's one of the islands up around 80 degrees north latitude that is actually inhabited year-round uh, by a group of a uh, couple hundred people. And anymore, it is a, a, a tourist destination for people wanting to get away from everything because while there is Internet up there, there isn't much else. Uh, and a lot of people just want to kind of... Uh, be at one with nature, they do kayaking, they do tours, and they look at some of the wildlife that is up there on the island. Uh, go check it out on a map, Long Year Bien. But as soon as you locate that, then go to my Instagram account. If you have an Instagram account, make sure that you go ahead and follow me. And my Instagram handle is simply my name, Andre Bernier. You can tell that it's the right one if it's got the little blue verified check mark next to it. If you don't have an Instagram account and you don't want one, you can still see my pictures on Instagram by simply uh, typing in the usual HTTP colon slash slash. And then type in Instagram.com slash Andre Bernier, A-N-D-R-E. B-E-R-N-I-E-R, -E and you put it all together, no spaces, and uh, you'll see the photo. Just uh, scroll down to that beautiful Aurora photo, and it's a beautiful red, a rare red Aurora uh, that was snapped way up in Long Yerbien, uh, just north, uh, well north of the Norway coast. I'm trying to get permission from the uh, author of that particular image uh, to grant me permission to show it on television. And uh, as soon as I do, then I'll make sure it's in the mix of things, maybe even as early as tonight, which would be Wednesday night on October 17th. And I'm off tomorrow, but I'll be back uh, in the anchor chair and the weather anchor chair on October 19th, Friday. Hopefully by Friday, at least, I'll have permission and be able to show it then. Well, I hope you're having a great Wednesday. Remember to head out if your skies are clear, well west and south. And by the way, we have a freeze warning in effect again, almost the same spots as we had two nights ago for the same reason. Skies are going to clear out. The winds are going to drop off. Dew points are low. And we're going to see temperatures glide under 32 degrees in a lot of places. If you've not seen an end to your growing season, you are going to see an end to that uh, if you live well west and south where skies clear out and the winds drop off, keep an eye on that temperature. And in the meantime, stay warm. That's it for this episode, and we'll see you next time right here on Weather Jazz.